A sailor and his dog were found after months stranded in the ocean. The iconic Butt Drugs Pharmacy is closing its doors after 71 years. And a man decorated his home with stolen body parts in some bizarre scheme. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a Los Angeles comedian and the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy, from my understanding. I'm here for you. Let's do it. A sailor and his dog were stranded for months in the Pacific. Sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a sailor and his dog. They were stranded in the Pacific Ocean for a long, long time. A stranded sailor with his trusty dog. They've finally been rescued. This is a happy story with a nice ending. This all took place in the South Pacific Ocean. After months at sea, Tim Shattuck, age 51 and his dog Bella were rescued. They departed from La Paz, Mexico three months ago. A month into the journey, a storm struck his white catamaran, wiping out all of his electronics. Tim says that he and his dog survived three months at sea, eating raw fish and drinking rainwater. They were rescued by a Mexican tuna trawler over the weekend. Here's a quote from the sailor Tim, who's also, he's a survivor, he on a hand it. He says, uh, Arr, matey, I've been through a very difficult ordeal at the sea. Arr. I had me fishing in survival gear with me. I'm just needing some rest and good food now because I've been alone at the sea a very long time. I've not had food. Well, enough food. I haven't had food for a long time, matey. Oh. Sailor Tim and his trusty dog Bella were spotted by a helicopter that was accompanying the tuna trawler while it was on its way back to Mexico. There was a doctor aboard the trawler who treated Tim immediately and said that the sailor had normal vital signs despite all he had been through. Tim was uh, very resourceful, and that's how he and the dog were able to survive so many weeks alone on the open ocean. He and the dog ate raw fish and drank rainwater and avoided sunburns by sheltering under the boat's canopy. We have a quote here from Mike Tipton, who is a physiology professor at the Extreme Environment Laboratory. Ooh, what goes on at the Extreme Environment Laboratory? A lot of uncomfortable experiments involving naked participants on fire <laughs> and whatnot. Mike says, you know, if you get sunburned, that affects your ability to regulate your body temperature. Did you know that? Did you know that? If you do absolutely nothing and you rest and you stay cool, though, you can get away with as less as 110 to 220 milliliters of water per day. Not only did Sailor Tim have to look after himself, but also his lovely dog, Bella, which Mike says probably helped in the pair's survival. Well, you know, he had companionship. Once you've got enough food and water, then I, I think the dog has an advantage. Your survival time is as long as you can keep collecting the water, getting occasional food, and doing things that help you stay positive. And I think his companion probably kept him positive. Yeah, I would imagine having your trusty dog with you during an or ordeal like this is, is good for the overall morale of you and your crew. Well, I mean, in this case, there's no crew. There's just Sailor Tim. But it's good for you to keep you going. You need you need somebody you can talk to, you can you can wrestle with on the boat, keep yourself busy, occupied. They were probably playing like rock, paper, scissors for a number of weeks. You gotta keep busy, it's hard. And I was worried when I first saw the title of this story that perhaps the man ate his dog to stay alive. You know, you gotta wonder 
that there could have been a situation where Sailor Tim had to look Bella in the eyes and be like, I'm sorry, girl, I love you, but daddy has to stay, stay alive. And, and then how do you do that? How do you eat your own dog, man? That's, it's horrible. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I don't think. Could you do it? Could you eat your dog to stay alive on the South Pacific Ocean for months at sea if you had to? I would sooner eat my human passenger than, than my dog. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, Skipper Ricky. I'm going to have to, well, I'm just going to eat your foot for today. But uh, me and Bella are going to eat, eat your foot, I, I should say. We may have to eat the rest of you. So, <laughs> hey, it's nothing personal, but we, me and Bella got to stay alive here, buddy. Well, I found a brand new weird podcast. You can listen to it with me. Yay! After 71 years, butt drugs is closing its doors. Oh, no, guys, they're closing butt drugs. <sighs> Never thought I'd see the day that butt drugs would have to close. It's a very sad day in history. You guys know about butt drugs. It's a pharmacy in Louisville, Kentucky. It's one of southern Indiana's best-known pharmacies. We have a quote here from Katie Butt Beckard. Katie's a... Uh, She's part of the Butt family, and she's been affiliated with Butt Drugs for a long time. Katie wrote, This was a decision that did not come lightly, considering Butt Drugs has been serving our beloved community for over 70 years. 70 plus years of serving our community. Our community's butts have been served for decades. We've been serving our community butts, butt drugs for a long, long time. We got the best butt drugs, have had the best butt drugs, well, in, in all the counties around, so... Very sad moment to shut down butt drugs. I know a lot of people are going to miss butt drugs. A lot of people's butts are going to miss, miss butt drugs as well. Says here, Katie's grandparents, the Butt family, began the pharmacy in 1952 on East Chestnut Street. It was called William H. Butt Drugs. Her father continued it as Butt Rexall Drugs. She says, when I took over, purchased it from my father, we legally changed the name to just butt drugs, you know. We thought butt drugs is appropriate. We want to keep it simple. Just call it butt drugs, you know. Butt was the given name, you know. It's always been butt. I've been a butt. You know, the butt family is big time around here. And, you know, you make it what it is. You make it what life can be. You, you, you have fun with it. You know, when your last name's butt, you got to you gotta laugh at life, you know? We've been laughing. Everybody's been laughing at us, too. It's been a nice big joke, butt drugs, hasn't it? The pharmacy has used the family butt name in commercial jingles with clever puns. A commercial jingle? Hmm. Seems like this is appropriate for a YouTube search, guys. Hold on one minute. Oh, Jonesy found it. The butt drugs commercial. Let's hear this jingle. I'm sure it's going to be good. There's a cry across the heartland, a yearning for the days gone by. And in little old Corden, Indiana, they're happy and they'll tell you why. They got butt drugs, they love butt drugs. Ba -ba -ba -butt drugs, ba -ba -ba -butt drugs. I recommend butt drugs for everybody. I can always count on butt drugs. When I think drugs, I think butt drugs. For all my health needs, I turn to butt drugs. Oh, I love it. It's so funny. I love the customers saying that they, they always get their butt drugs at butt drugs. Butt drugs has been known for its old-fashioned soda fountain that they have inside. Ooh, a soda fountain. I love those. Get yourself a lime Ricky. 
They also have a prescription pickup in the store's rear. Huh? How about that? <laughs> Pick up your butt drugs in the rear. Drive around, drive around to the rear, get your butt drugs. People travel from all over just to get their, quote, I love butt drugs t-shirts, magnets, and hats. Katie says she and her staff are deeply saddened that they must close their doors. Now, while saying a farewell to butt drugs can feel a bit like a kick in the butt, Katie chooses to look in the rearview mirror and remember all the happy memories in the shop. While the doors will close next week, Katie says a business bearing the butt last name in the future isn't exactly off the table. She says the store will close permanently until they find a new idea or something different, perhaps a new niche for their butt. Well, I found a brand new weird podcast. You can listen to it with me. And I think Jonesy's out of his mind. Let's listen to it and see. A man decorated his home with stolen body parts in a bizarre scheme. When the FBI agents arrived at James Knott's Kentucky apartment with a search warrant on Tuesday, they asked if anyone else was home, to which James replied, Only my dead friends. <laughs> just my dead friends. It's just me and my dead friends. Come on in. Come on in. Would you like some tea? It's tea time. Me and my dead friends have tea every day. This is according to the FBI, who in a criminal complaint detailed about 40 human skulls and other remains that they found decorating James Knott's home, tying him to a ring of people allegedly buying and selling human body parts illegally, including a Harvard Medical School morgue manager who was also accused of stealing cadaver parts. In the home, the skulls were strewn about Knott's house. One had a headscarf wrapped around it. Another was found on the mattress where he slept. The agents also found spinal cords, femurs, hip bones, and a Harvard Medical School bag, according to the affidavit submitted by the FBI. James has not been charged with crimes connected with the body parts, but he's facing a federal charge of possession of a firearm by a prohibited individual due to his status as a convicted felon. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, arrest him for the possession of the firearms, but not for the body parts all over the place. Guy's sleeping with a skull. He's obviously out of his mind. Federal investigators zeroed in on James Knott during their investigation of someone named Jeremy Powley, a Pennsylvania man accused of buying and selling stolen human remains. Powley allegedly bought the remains from Candace Chapman, who stole them from a Little Rock mortuary where she worked. Federal investigators say that James purchased human remains from Powley in 2022. The indictment also claims James posted human remains for sale on Facebook as recently as June 2023. I don't know how you can post human remains for sale on Facebook and think you're going to get away with that for very long. People are so dumb. This guy's more than just dumb adjacent. He's just oozing with dumb. Unbelievable. Human remains for sale. What could possibly go wrong now in my life? And uh, all of it on social media. Through the Facebook messages, officials connected not to Pauly and the ring of people allegedly engaged in this illegal trade of body parts. James used a Facebook account with the username William Burke, where he posted human remains for sale. Even sent Pauly images of skulls for sale last summer, according to the complaint. This is unbelievable. Here's a quote from one of the Facebook messages. I don't mind paying up a little for shop stock. Makes things look good. How much total for the couple in the last video you sent plus all the spines? I'll take all the spines, maybe some skulls. I mean, just wow, man. Wow. Where does it end with the collections these days? 
Everybody got to collect stuff. <laughs> Have you heard of baseball cards, bro? There's baseball cards out there. I collected them as a child. Very innocent thing to collect. No one's harmed in the making of the baseball cards, from my understanding, except for maybe some trees. <laughs> a lot more normal than some spines. Yeah, I like to sleep with some, some spines in my bed. I sleep right next to my spine, my skull, and my AK-47. Pew, pew, America. Now, guys, I know this is a very morbid story, but there's a point to it, and... This is something that you get from Weird AF News. You know, when you think you're having a bad day, at least you can say to yourself, "Woo, phew. at least a crazy Kentucky guy with a lot of guns isn't sleeping with my skull every night. Weird AF News. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay, bow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast that wishes you good luck with your life, man. Uh, Today's Thursday, so you guys know what what the deal is. Tomorrow is Friday, and if you're new to the show, on Friday, I only do weird news from the state of Florida. That's right. It's Florida Friday. It's the episode we all look forward to at the end of the week. So if you got any sort of weird Florida news that comes across your plate, uh, in the next 24 hours or so, just feel free to send it on my way. That helps out. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can slide it into my DMs at funnyjones on Instagram or Twitter at funnyjones as well. Today's been a travel day for me heading up to the bay. Uh, it was a very loud car. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm recording the outro in my car. Yeah, you got to make do when you're traveling. Anyways, I'm heading up to the Bay to do stand-up comedy shows all weekend. If you happen to be up there and you would like to come to a show, I post my schedule of shows on my Instagram at Funny Jones. Tonight I'll be at the Palace Theater at, uh, in uh, North Beach at 9 p.m. So that's, that's going down. So meet me there if you'd like to hang out and see some stand-up comedy. It should be an amazing show. I got shows in Oakland on Saturday night, two shows, 7 and 9. So anyways, just look at my Instagram or you can email me in with particulars if you have questions about that. If you want to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. If you'd like to support the show, go to weirdafnews.com where you can buy me a coffee or join the Patreon. That's a way to support the show as well. That's like buying me a coffee every month. You can also go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for weirdafnews, another way to support the show if you feel like it. Or you can just support the show by writing a review. That's always cool and always welcome and appreciated because people seem to want to write me one-star bad reviews and we got we to gotta overtake those bad reviews. We got to push them out of the queue by toppling them with as many five-star reviews as we possibly can. I need you to be like a five-star review army, as we say in Boston. Five-star review army, guys. Are you my five-star army? Yes, you are. Go to Amazon or Apple, Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes, and you can leave a five-star review for your buddy, Jonesy, and show your appreciation. Don't cost you nothing, bro. Anyways, I'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday. Good luck with your life. Oh, that was loud.